This is The Christian Artist, honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Caleb. I'm Becca. And my name is Connor. Welcome to the 17th episode of The Christian Artist. What? It's pretty crazy. It's been 17 episodes since we started this little thing. Well, I guess it's been 16 episodes since we started this little mm-hmm. thing. Now it will be 17. When you when this actually releases. At this moment that we're recording it, there's only 16. You done? Yeah. <laughs> so, Becca, what are we talking about today? We're talking about the War of the Stars. Or Star Wars. Oh, for yeah. <laughs> Non-nerds. <laughs> so keep in mind that Becca has never seen all six Star Wars movies, and uh, we were doing this podcast, and she just kind of showed up and said, "Get me on this podcast now." I'm gonna contribute. <laughs> yeah. So uh, to society. Celestial fight. We might just cut out everything she says. <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind Got of a funny. lot of editing ahead of you, Caleb. But yeah, uh, we are going to be talking about Star Wars today, and this has been an episode we were planning on doing for quite a while, um, talking but about it. But decided to slack off, so... Uh, yeah, it's my <laughs> fault. The problem was we wanted to have a little bit of time to really dig into this, because um, Star Wars is a very big topic, because Star Wars is a very big franchise, um, and there was a lot of things we wanted to dig into. Um, so yes, Jeremy Hauser, we are finally recording the Star Wars episode, so you're welcome. Dude, that could be like the coolest rapper name ever. Jeremy Hauser in the house. <laughs> Jeremy in the Hauser. Oh. What? I'm sorry, we're making fun of your name. We're, we're, we're complimenting it in a very <laughs> teasing way. A very roundabout way. But yes, we are going to be talking about Star Wars. And what is Star Wars, you ask? Well, it is probably the most popular film series of all time. I would assume so. Possibly. I don't actually know if that's true. It might be, though. I think Harry Potter's pretty popular. No, I think Star Wars oh. is more popular, though. No. Okay. Yeah, Star, Star Wars, Wars is huge. definitely more popular than Harry Potter. I'm, I'm sure that's the case, but I don't know if it's okay. the most popular film series. We're talking about Lord of the Rings be. and Harry Potter? Then I would say probably Harry Potter. But Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Harry Lord Potter's Rings, more famous than Star Wars. Wars. Oh, okay. Definitely more popular. But we're, what we're going to be talking about today is not only just... Um, Talking about Star Wars, the cool things, the not-so-cool things, but specifically, does it deserve its title? As, like, the best films of all time. Because yeah. I've, I've heard... Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> should it really be called Star Wars? Or should or it be called War of the Stars? <laughs> or Celestial Fight? Uh, <laughs> Asteroid Wars? <laughs> that Armored Games Flash game? <laughs> with the really cool electronic music? That was a really cool electronic soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meteor guns. <laughs> that what is that a show about? Like people with really thick fingers that can't pull triggers. No, it's about guns. Or is it about meteors. butchers who shoot who shoot each other? Yeah. <laughs> like meat. Yep. Butcher. Yep. Yeah. So. I think we pretty much just milk that joke for all it's worth. But yeah, um, as Connor said, we're going to talk about whether or not Star Wars is actually like the greatest film series of all time, and also just going into a little bit about um, worldviews, and uh, is it okay to, um, you know, enjoy media from a different worldview than your own, Um, and should you be, you know, filling yourself up with different worldviews or anything like that, Um, which is a topic that I hear a lot about, especially with Star Wars. Um, So we will dig into that. Uh, What are we talking about first, Connor? So I'd definitely like to start with that um, the prequels were definitely better than the originals. 
Uh, Do you have any idea what we're talking about, Becca? The ones before were better than the after ones. Uh, and if you're a Star Wars fan and you want to really want to turn off this podcast now, that was a joke. Yeah, I know what we're doing. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't actually think that. No, that's that would be yeah. silly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, I do not think that the originals were any better than the prequels. Uh, I would disagree with you there. I think they're definitely better, but mm. not like as better as everyone seems to think. Okay, let, okay. The originals were better made movies, yes, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed the prequels and the originals just just as much, simply because the action in the first three were fantastic, but um, the acting in the uh, you know later movies and just the plot in general. Just, yeah, the yeah. plot in general. Like that better. Well, well. To be honest, I did like the whole Clone Wars war better than mm-hmm. the all setting the was definitely yeah. interesting. Yeah, the, the setting for sure. Yeah, but I had I had to say overall, if it wasn't for Obi Wan, the prequels I, I would hate the prequels to death. Mm-hmm. But because Obi Wan is just such a good character, Ewan McGregor, man, he is a fantastic actor. Yeah, that that is the reason I had to say prequels are just about par. If Maybe just a little bit less, but mm-hmm. but then and, and then the other side with the originals, Han Solo made the original trilogy. Oh yeah, definitely. And that's why I love the original trilogy mm-hmm. a lot. It's simply because of Han Solo. If Han Solo wasn't in the originals, I would have liked the prequels more. Mm-hmm. So and that is that is my my uh, let's say philosophy on the movies is simply because Han Solo and Obi Wan. Those are the reasons that I watch those movies. They're just mm-hmm. such good characters. Uh, real quick, just in case you don't know a whole lot about Star Wars, um, I'm sure you've all heard of it, but it's a, a <laughs> space opera film series, a six films. They're actually making a seventh right now. Oh, goodness. They're actually making a seventh right now, uh, which I'm pretty excited for. Interested to see what they do with the world, um, or the universe, I guess, or the galaxy. Eh, I guess there's two galaxies that are technically in it. Okay, anyway, the universe... Um, anyway, yeah, it's a space opera series, um, and if you don't know what space opera is, that's like a very kind of campy, um, not too hard on the science, science fiction, um, and so it's definitely about spaceships and, you know, space and all that stuff, but it doesn't have to be super great, like, accurate science, it's just a bunch of hypotheses of, like, science or uh like you know vehicles and technologies that could exist without actually having to explain them um and so yeah star wars is one of these stories and the franchises and the universes that like really introduced the public uh, public's eye to science fiction i think um that and star trek um those are extremely influential um back in the 70s um and yeah there are a lot of people who you know, love the original trilogy, uh, which were episodes four, five, and six. For some reason, they made the last ones first. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what is up with that? I don't actually know how that happened. Like, I, I think they probably ended up naming them, like, largely after the fact. Or maybe they, I don't actually know. We should look that up and put it in the liner notes. I will do that in the, put that on the liner notes, um, how that happened. I'll at least link to, like, an article, an article about it. Um, but, yeah, it tells the story of a galactic civil war. So, you know, there's an empire and that's evil and there are rebels trying to kill them and or not you know, trying to rebel against them and throw, overthrow the government. 
and uh, so that's the basic story. And it's actually a very, very strict hero's journey. Um, Luke Skywalker, the main character, uh, you know, becomes a Jedi, which are these magical knights, basically. Um, they have this magical power called the Force, and if you have watched Star Wars, this all is really old news to you, so I will just stop talking now. <laughs> you can look up the rest on your own. But yeah, um, the films, I think, get a lot more um, popularity than they probably are worth. I think that the setting itself is absolutely brilliant in every way, and the, especially with the expanding universe stuff that they've done and all of the crazy awesome things they've made up that happened in this universe. It, Star Wars is fantastic. I love it. But I don't think the films themselves actually deserve the popularity that they have because, I mean, the original trilogy was fantastic, and especially for that time, that was a whole new horizon for a lot of people, and it was a really good story that was told um, with effects that were just being, you know, introduced to film. And they did a lot of really cool things that hadn't been done before. But um, as they stand now, even though they are good, solid stories and they can stand on their own, they've lost a lot of their charm because of the way the world is now. Like me watching it as in this generation, I don't have as much of that wonder with it because I've seen hundreds of things like it. Um, and, you know, that's just a product of the, the world I live in kind of a thing, the, the time I grew up in. I feel like I'm talking a lot, so someone else should say something. Yeah, I would, I would agree on that account, that overall, everything that you can do with Star Wars is amazing. The movies, per se, were great, but they weren't the best. Mm-hmm. And that is for sure. Like, I, I enjoyed every single movie. I, it was worth watching. But they weren't, like, something I would put on a pedestal and be like, Star Wars is the best! Mm-hmm. I would say Star Wars is the best because of everything else they did, not because of the movies. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say that Star Wars is the best, to be no. honest. <clears throat> I like either. the setting. I think it's fantastic. But I'm not a hardcore Star Wars fan who's read all the books and played all the games and watched all the movies and been there since day one, you know, always being a fan, a fan of Star Wars. That's not... I, I rather... You know, I prefer fantasy as a genre, mainly, anyway. So, um, One thing I want to talk about with the prequels is that, um, I mean, it, there's always been this huge debate about, you know, the prequels versus the sequels. Which isn't really much of a debate. It's just <laughs> kind of like, <laughs> the prequels you're stupid. Were, the prequels are undoubtedly not as good as the original trilogy, just because, mainly because of the acting. And the plotting was kind of lame in some ways well, too I thought the plot was amazing how they executed yeah, that was basically the whole bits. problem yeah. was the execution of their concepts in the, those uh, first three movies the or, plots were so fantastic and if you look at the movies by the plot you're like oh that's so good but then when you watch mm-hmm. the movie you're like yeah. why did they just do that, yeah. <laughs> that the execution of that pretty much anything um, just fails like especially with you know everybody's least favorite character in the entire Star Wars trilogy is um, Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Everyone hates him. <laughs> Even I it's know about how much everybody hates so him. <laughs> um, and one, one thing I heard about it was uh, with the first movie, yes, it would have been cool to have a fun sidekick like they did in the original trilogy, you know, with R2-D2 and C-3PO and stuff. Um, and to have an, another one, kind of like Chewbacca almost, except, you know, just an alien sidekick. Oh. But 
what ended up happening was it was an annoying sidekick instead. Um, I heard that on writing excuses. I'm basically paraphrasing a quote from Howard Taylor on writing excuses. And just to cite my sources. <laughs> um, I, I just started college, guys, so I have to get back in this mindset. Mm-hmm. I didn't just start college. I started college again. <laughs> like, Restarted. Re- yeah, it's a new semester. Uh, yeah, but the prequels, I'm pretty sure most people didn't agree they weren't as good. Um, but, as we said, the Star Wars universe as a whole is pretty cool. So, is there anything else we want to talk about with the films? There is, or used to be, a YouTube video of the first three movies shortened to about two and a half hours, I think. And they cut out every single stupid part. They basically cut out Anakin's random side stories, and they cut out Padme entirely, <laughs> which is the coolest thing ever. And the the it starts out with just Darth Maul walking in and Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan fighting him. And that's the entire first movie that you see. <laughs> it's just that ending fight scene. That's because that wasn't the yeah. best part of the movie. And they cut out all the droid stuff, too, but it's just Darth Maul's fight scene. <laughs> <laughs> and Qui-Gon dying. That would actually be and really that, interesting. Yeah. That would actually be really... Okay, now that I think about it, that would actually be really interesting as a prologue to the second movie. <laughs> like so if that great. was... You know what I mean? If yeah. that was how the second movie started, if that was just the first movie... Hey, That'd be really random cool. Sith guy, that let's actually be fight. Really cool. <laughs> but yeah, that's the entire foos- first movie right there. The entire foosball? That's what I saw you about The entire first movie. And then the, the second movie and the third movie, basically they just cut out everything that's dumb with Anakin. I think they cut out the entire scene. Oh, well, Becca's ranting about how she thinks no, she knows ahead. the plot now. No, but. I do from that one song. Long, long time ago. Oh That's episode one, though. Okay, That's just that. episode one. Okay, I know episode okay. one. Sorry, good. <laughs> but anyway, which ones? Wait, 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 real quick. Which ones have you actually seen, Becca? I saw the one. I saw the one with. I saw the one with Luke, and he flies the plane into the. <laughs> he flies okay, the well, I'm gonna the stop you right there. Uh, spaceship, <laughs> just just for reference. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he flies so you saw the, the fourth one? The spaceship into the little alley thing. Yeah, A New yeah. Hope. Okay. Um, I saw the one where there was a big pit, like a Roman fighting scene. So that's episode two. Okay. And I think I saw the first part of one where uh, the little the Yoda guy, he was in a swamp, and then Luke came, and he's like, hey, teach me stuff. Okay, that's episode five. Okay. I think those are the only ones. Okay. One of these, one of these days we need to have a Star Wars marathon. So you can watch those because they're they're worth watching, for the most yeah. part. Okay. I I do have to say with real quick just randomly before you get back to your point, um, the gladiatorial fight scene in episode two I thought that was pretty fantastic. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that cool. they did do right in those movies were create really cool action sequences. I'm I'm always okay when they can do that. Mm-hmm. But anyway. You, you might just want to cut this in before you guys a little rant. <laughs> but um, I'm pretty sure that they also cut out um, Anakin and Padme talking with in front of Obi-Wan. I'm pretty sure that they cut out the whole him saying, You betrayed me! You turned her against me! Okay. I'm pretty sure it was just... Not, it was not Anakin that emotional in, in the movie. <laughs> That's how he looked, though. That's <laughs> But... Anyway, I'm pretty sure it's just Obi-Wan saying, hey, let's fight. There are no absolutes. Ah! That's about it. 
But yeah, I mean, I wish they hadn't have taken that down because I would have wanted to watch to that. Yeah, yeah, we we didn't actually watch the whole thing. We just kind of like yeah, and then they took it down through because it. of copyright. Yeah, reasons. we wanted to just see what it was all about, and yeah, they took it down. But mm. I want to make it again because I, that, that's how I want to watch those movies. Yeah. I would have watched those movies again, like, really recently, because I'm in the Star Wars mood again. If that YouTube was still up there, that YouTube video was still up there, I'd totally if have YouTube watched that If YouTube still existed, I <laughs> yeah. would have oh, Dang it. <laughs> dang you, government. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright purposes. Took down YouTube. Most of the days. Um, uh, real quick, though. Uh, they actually did a similar thing with the Hobbit movies. They trimmed all of the fat out and just made it one movie huh. with all the good stuff in. And to be honest, I wish they would have done that, because... That would have been a better movie. Like, I, I enjoyed all the extra stuff, but that you can't do that first. And that's why I love the extended versions. Because mm-hmm. they took the Lord of the Rings movies and made, like, just, you know, laid it all out. Only the, the needed bits. Mm-hmm. And then they made extended editions that just put in a bunch of extra stuff that you didn't need. But it just makes the story more but, enjoyable. But it was all extra stuff that actually did happen in the book. Yeah, no, for the most part. Exactly, for the most part. that's the point. Yeah. The problem with The Hobbit was they None put of it was in the book. too much in there in the first place and then added more that still wasn't in there in the first place. Mm-hmm. And Becca still doesn't know what we're talking about because <laughs> she hasn't seen Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit. So yeah, we need to watch a lot of movies, Becca. <gasps> Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, where were we? How did we get to Lord of the Rings? I was going to say uh, they, You were they, cutting out parts of movies, and then oh, yeah. Caleb was like, oh, Lord of the Rings. They, no, they did that with The Hobbit. That's what I was saying. They yeah. had a YouTube video like that. Oh, Mace Windu. He's another He's another character that made the prequels. Well, Samuel L. Jackson, of course. <laughs> so good. I loved his character so much. And Yoda, but... His name is Mace? Mace Windu. Like Mace, like the weapon? Yeah. yeah. His name Mace is Mace. She's <laughs> such a good pretty girl, actually. Corn. Maze. That's Maze. <laughs> or maze. the weapon. The like self-defense maze? Is that what you're talking maze. about? Maze. I was thinking, what, is there a type of corn called Maze? I was so confused. Yeah, it's no. wild corn. That's Maze. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. Oh, I'm stupid. Well, okay. That's what they call it. A corn maze. No, it's... Ah! <laughs> no. That didn't make sense. <laughs> it actually did. Well, it did. No, it didn't. I've you just said corn corn, technically. But. Corn corn. I just I thought it was funny. Hey, guys, let's go to the corn corn. <laughs> anyway, this episode okay. is completely going off the rails <laughs> yep. very quickly. Um, so, back on rails. Yes. And the, the things... Okay, I'll talk about the originals now. The okay. things the things I for sure liked about the originals were R2-D2 and C-3PO... They were very entertaining characters. They, they seemed a little bit ridiculous mm-hmm. at some points where it's just kind of like, okay, you can just, you know, you know, stop being weird and, you know, like get back to the plot. But, and then also, but overall they were, they're just fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, and also with that too, so one thing I was thinking about when we were talking about this was that that was one of the first times in film that they had portrayed robots. You know what I mean? Oh, really? Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure it might have been the first time. I, I don't know the thing. I'm sure they it's did the some time. sort of film. Yeah, but like that was Star Wars is the first major film that was thrown to a lot of people where these sci- sort of sci-fi elements were at were being introduced to the public eye, and so that must have been really cool. And just imagining like these are not like, these are not people. Like they're being played by actors, but these are not supposed to be people. That's really interesting. You know what I mean? Like, and just the quirks yeah. of how they worked and. Just the entire 
as I just said, science fiction being introduced to a public audience, to the common denominator kind of thing is really interesting. But then um, also something to add is that um, between the sequels and the prequels, everybody, or the original trilogy and the prequels, everybody kept thinking, oh, why isn't you know, Obi-Wan the main character or whatever? Why, like, Anakin was supposed to be the main character throughout the entire thing, but that, for some, that didn't make sense with like, the, the um, prequels and stuff like that. But I was just thinking, and you were you were saying that Obi Wan should have been the main character of the prequels. Oh, the prequels, yeah, definitely. He was more. It should have been his story. But I'm actually thinking that R two D two should have been the main character of the entire (laughs) the entire series. (laughs) He should have been the chosen one. (laughs) Way way better story. Droids can't use the force though. And then C three PO could have been his mentor character and taught him things on the swamp. Oh yeah. What if there was a version of Star Wars where I want to see it now? Where all of the droids were humans and all the humans were droids. That makes no sense. But no, no, no. I want I want R two D two to I be know. the chosen one Jedi guy. That'd be really cool. What the Jedi droid? And that's why you didn't teach him because it's the Jedi droid. That's okay. not possible. But it's Metaclorian. I think you're emphasizing the wrong word, Connor. I think you mean droid Jedi. Jedi droid. (laughs) Jedi droid. It's okay if it's just a regular droid, but a Jedi droid. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, random side tangent there. That'd be really funny. We have lots Mm -hmm. of those. But um, Chewbacca was a good character. Mm -hmm. Han Solo was a great character. Mm -hmm. But then Princess Leia, I, I, I liked her character. She was a very believable character. But she just wasn't that appealing. Like she was just kind of like, eh, Princess Leia. I mean, she's just, yeah. she just didn't have the hots for uh, Princess Leia. <laughs> you guys stink. No, and also she just wasn't that great of a character anyway. She didn't have a lot of characterization, I think. Well, no, she did. She, she, she was she was a great character. I just didn't oh, care didn't. too much for a character like <laughs> Becca that. Becca doesn't. Becca just no, throwing out movies, random things. In the movies I've seen, I didn't really. No, oh, okay. Like that much. She seemed kind of like flat. And but then also Luke Skywalker was just a terrible actor. I don't just, know. I think he was he a good actor at some great. points. No, yeah, he was. But then because I like Mark Hamill in yeah. general, I think Mark Hamill is a good actor. In Episode three, he did very good. I'll, I'll give him that for sure. In Episode three, I mean Episode six. Yeah, <laughs> okay. the third episode of yeah. the, the, the original. So. I say very true, and I think it actually maybe is just the same kind of thing that happened with Hayden Christensen. There was the emotion wasn't right. Yeah. And maybe that was the writer's fault. Yeah, that's what I'm starting to think, actually. But I don't know. Yeah. It's like, was he just told to act like that? Like, was Hayden Christensen thinking, oh, I'll do all this different things, and then the guy was just like, no, we should just act all dark and broody. Mm-hmm. He's just like, okay, I guess we're just doing that then. I think that might just have to be, I think it's Hayden Christensen's fault for Anakin, but I don't know if it's Mark Hamill's fault for Luke. Yeah. Because, I, I don't know, it was just those couple scenes where he is, like, when he gets his hand cut off and whatnot. <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, oh, no, it's not possible! You know what I mean? Like, he, he gets a little overboard there. Um, but, yeah, I totally respect you, Mark yeah, Hamill. To him. If you ever listen to this podcast, I think you're really cool. No, I I thought he did, um, I didn't think it was, like, over the top. I just thought it was, like, okay, when you get your hand cut off, and realize that the main bad guy of the entire, like, universe is your father. Spoiler warning. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't know that what? except for yeah. Becca? No, I knew that. Yeah. yeah. If you that, don't know like that, you are not mm-hmm. an American. <laughs> and well, maybe a citizen of any other country. But anyway, like, 
I, 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 he should have been over the top, but the way he did it was just so weird. Mm -hmm. Like it, it was just he was like I mean, trying to, yeah, to be over the top without actually putting any emotion behind it. He was just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think to be exactly. honest, if you did get your hand yeah. cut off, you might have gone into shock and passed out. You know, rather. Oh, he than would have. But no, it was. Well, to be fair, it was it cauterized. Was cauterized. That's so true. he should have been he got fine. cut off with a lightsaber. Oh. Yeah. So it was immediately cauterized. It's not like she was bleeding or anything. Yeah. So he should. But Even still, so I don't. The pain you would. Yeah, exactly. That's what shock. I'm thinking. Yeah, he, you would at least go into shock. Impossible. But I mean, the force. I don't know. I, I, I yeah. I don't think it should have been as, as over the top. I think if it, oh, it should have been over the top, been just muted. in a different way. No, I think it would have been more muted. It would have been better, to be honest. No, because he okay. When you get when something like that happens, you have to be over the top and dramatic about it. That's realistic. That's how people okay, are. That's true. But in the way that he did it, it was just so. No, it was so true. like I think it should have been more. I think it should have been more crying of, yeah, and it, sad and bitter it been, than angry. It's not possible. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what people do. But then also, especially when they got their head cut off. Yeah. <laughs> but also, just Darth Vader. Is just such a good bad guy. That's very true. As well. Yeah. Darth Vader so, may be the best film bad guy of all time. Except for Siler. That's I, that's TV show. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. But also just the fact that um, the prequels had all the action scenes that were just absolutely phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Like every single lightsaber fight in the three movies was just so good. And just made that gleeful boy inside you just leap out of its just leap. Like, leap for joy. Like Jesus did when he met his cousin. Mm -hmm. just, just leap. It's so good. But that that is why I think they're about equal in my head. Because the acting is super good, and all the characters are, like, super good in the sequels. But the prequels just have such good action scenes, and I like all the, the plots with the war better than the whole, you know, Rebel Empire thing. Mm -hmm. I love the Clone Wars better than the Galactic Civil War. But then... Just um, as a setting. Yeah, as yeah. a setting. But then, uh, and if, if it wasn't for Obi-Wan, Mace Windu, and Yoda, you would have had to hand it to the original trilogy, like, mm -hmm. by far. But be, even just because of Obi-Wan. You know, Obi-Wan uh, McGregor it, knocked it out of the park, yeah. like, fantastically. He made those movies, and without him, they would not have been good movies at all. Yeah. Like, in any way. But even also... If it, even if they were, Mace Windu and Yoda were in it, yeah. it still would have, they would have been horrible movies. And, like, in all horribleness. I also have to bring up the fact that we're going to have to do a podcast of the next movie like, as soon as it comes out as well. Oops. Yeah, of course we will. That will be awesome. Yeah, that'd be fun. It'd be a fun one to do. We could just bring the microphone and stuff in the movie theater with us no, and then just can't. be talking while it's going mm -hmm. on. I, don't, I think that's against copyright. That would be illegal. We're, we're critiquing it. I wouldn't want to do that. I want to watch it. Like the movie theater people behind you being really upset. Yeah. Yeah, because they have a laptop open. <laughs> and you're talking. And you're talking. <laughs> and critiquing That's why we buy out it. the theater. What? Okay. Mm -hmm. Have fun with that. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's move on to uh, just the Star Wars setting in general. Let's talk a little bit about, like, the Force and Jedi and Sith and, you know, the, the way the franchise is set up. Any thoughts, Connor? So as a setting, I have to say... It is fantastic. What I love even more is what they did with gaming, with um, Star Wars Battlefront, the KOTOR series, and then with SWTOR, and then with Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, 
just with all the games and the RPGs, being able to do an RPG in that setting was just absolutely amazing. And that is why I love Star Wars so much. Is not because of the movies, because the movies were were good. They weren't just fantastic enough for me to be like, oh, Star Wars. The games made me maybe a fanboy. Mm. Like even even just Episode Three, like the video game. Like everybody hates that movie basically, but I love that game so much because it you just you just fight each other with lightsabers. It's it's just the greatest. It's just a combat system made from. Jedi fighting each other. Mm-hmm. It's just the greatest. That's very true. Yeah. game. The, the games are definitely the best part of Star Wars for me. Especially my favorite, one of my favorite games of all time, Knights of the Old Republic. I already said that. I know. I'm just oh, reiterating. Okay. Okay. All right. And yeah, that's... I, I don't, Connor likes the Old Republic better, which is a, um, a MMORPG based on like a sequel to the original KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic. And, uh, yeah, I, I definitely like KOTOR better because it's just an RPG, it's not an MMO, and it's a lot more intimate, and it's really fantastic, and Bioware made it, and they're really good at RPGs. So, but yeah. Bioware is fantastic at RPGs. Mm-hmm. The setting is fantastic. Um, one of the things that I was just talking about with Connor today was the fact that the Force, like in... in if you don't know what, exactly what the Force is, it's basically just this magical energy that provides all these Jedi and Sith their power. The Force is such a interesting thing in the Star Wars universe, just like because of all everyone's everyone has a different interpretation of what the Force is and what the Force does. Like just the Jedi and the Sith have completely different viewpoints on what we should be they should be doing with the Force. But then there's hundreds and hundreds of different viewpoints on it and little nuances of the way people believe what the Force is and what it does. And that is one of the coolest things I love about Star Wars is there it's so detailed. The whole universe has is, is just so detailed with the, the not only the films but the games and like hundreds of novels based in the universe. And there's an entire expanded universe, what's called, um, that bleeds off from the franchise and, and fills in the rest of the universe and the rest of the time periods. And uh, one thing I am kind of sad about is that with the seventh movie coming out, they're basically getting rid of all of the expanded universe as canon and writing you know new books that are going to be canon and technically, this all exists, like all the expanded universe stuff that was written before, it exists as like an alternate universe, and they're calling it like Star Wars Legends or whatever. And it's, so it's one, you know, bit of Star Wars, but it's not the actual canon. And uh, I'm kind of sad about that, because I really, really liked the expanded universe canon and all of the cool stories that people did in that universe. And all the cool stories that I got to do in that universe with not only the video games, but various RPGs um, that we've played with, like, tabletop RPGs um, in the Star Wars universe. We had a droid who had a USB port coming out of his belly button that could hack into anything. And that was just that was just one random character we made in that RPG, and it was the most memorable, like, RPG character in, like, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. One of the cool things about Star Wars is you don't have to worry too much about getting science right. 
You can just yeah, you can just do anything. You can just have fun and, <laughs> yeah. and make up random space opera things, and it works. And you can just have fun with it. Um, Star Wars is probably the easiest um, setting to make games in. That still is a cool setting that people will love, but also a setting you don't have to like worry too much about because you can basically do anything in Star mm-hmm. Wars. That's very true. That's probably why there are so many amazing games from it because you could legitly do anything in Star mm-hmm. Wars, any type of game. There, there are RTS games. There are um, first-person shooters, and oh, well, first-person slash third-person shooter, mm-hmm. and then RPGs. Like those are the three main like types mm-hmm. of games right there. And then they made Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy. Yeah. Which I don't know what would you action adventure. That? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can you can do anything with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I mean, a racing game. I mean, I'm pretty yeah. sure one has been made, right? And then like. Starfighter pilot yeah. games. Uh, Starfighter you could, you could do games. anything with Star Wars, and that's mm-hmm. why there are so many amazing things out there for the expanded universe, and which is which is why we like them more, is because what people have taken that setting to is you can't compare it to anything mm-hmm. else. It's just and, amazing. And to be honest, there are a lot of writers who have written for Star Wars that I believe are better writers than the people who wrote the movies. So that's probably why. Like R. I. Salvatore did some some of the books, and all of the books that he wrote were fantastic. He killed off Chewbacca. Yes, he did. It's just, it was very sad. It was sad. I read that. That was it. Was very sad. It, it made a lot of sense though, yeah. too. Like, yeah, but it, it was, was fantastic. Yeah. And that's that's something. Apparently, he got tons of death threats for that, right? <clears throat> yeah, he did. Yeah, he got he got death threats, and it wasn't even. And, and him now who we're did gonna that. go. And now we're gonna dive into another topic that's a little bit adjacent to that, which is people who take Star Wars way too seriously. I know these people. I'm just going to say, talk to those people right now. Get over yourself. Star Wars is not the end-all, be-all of all fiction ever, and you need to calm down. No, it's the end-all, be-all. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree. But yeah, there, there are lots of people, and I know these people, who are freaking out about how amazing Star Wars is and how everything revolves around Star yeah, Wars. It, it gets a little the annoying, best guys. fiction ever. It's not. It is definitely not the best fiction out there. It's good, sure, but the, I, I would give it fantastic. Yeah. The setting. If we're talking about the setting, <laughs> the setting is absolutely phenomenal. I'd give yeah. it like a nine point five. It's one of my top favorites. Mm-hmm. But it's still, it it lacks quite a bit when you really think at it, mm-hmm. think about it. It it is very flexible. But that flex same flexibility is its downfall. Is its downfall yeah. because you can't. It's not a phenomenal story. It's a phenomenal setting. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Like, I, I, whenever I, there's any sort of Star Wars thing posted on Facebook, if you look in the comments, every single time there are people arguing vehemently back and forth about whether or not the prequels and this, or the sequels were better. It's so dumb. It's like every trolls. single time. And I, I literally want to throw things at them because I'm just like, you're like, wasting your else. lives. Lord of the Rings, Harry <laughs> Potter, anything else. But I, I firmly believe, since you brought up Lord of the Rings, that Lord of the Rings, the Lord of the Rings films made by Peter Jackson were infinitely better than the Star Wars films. Oh, the Star Wars films, infinitely, yes. a- Absolutely infinitely better. The Star Wars setting and the Lord of the Rings setting, I'd have to say they're about par. I'd just say that overall, the, both of the settings are very, very well done. I think so they're that's both true, because they're, they're both very classic, cliche, yeah. almost cliche things, but that's because they were the originals. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I like both of them. Right now, however, I would much prefer a more refreshing setting, but that's just because I've been yeah. disenfranchised with, you know, all of the science fiction and fantasy that 
came after Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. Um, but yeah, yeah, for sure, you can't watch Lord of the Rings films and say that there's anything wrong with them because they were so perfectly done. Oh, there are lots of people who say that. Yeah, no, but you, I you guess there are maybe there's... little things you could point out. That, yeah, there, you know there are I mean. things that you say, ooh, they, they could have done this in a different way, but not mm-hmm. better. They're, filmmaking-wise, they could not have done that movie better. That movie was perfect. What movie? Lord of the Rings. Like, the overall, the three, the, movies, the three movies. Yeah. You cannot do those movies better. You can do them differently for, to appease different audiences. People will be like, oh, I would have preferred that they did this. Mm, but even then, the yeah, things yeah. that people point out, like like the thing I probably heard the most is that Faramir wasn't uh, like... Wasn't the, like he was in yeah. the book, yeah. And that is probably the only thing that I've been like, yeah, I would have preferred Faramir as that kind of character. Mm-hmm. But in the second movie, they needed to have somebody who stopped Frodo and Sam yeah, exactly. for them to have an actual story in the second movie. Mm-hmm. So you, they, they did it the perfect way that you could have done yeah. it. and. I mean, and I think yeah. Faramir was a stronger character because of it, to be honest. Um, yeah, he was, he Faramir was in the book, yeah. he's he's awesome. But, but he's by, very by, Yeah, exactly. By virtue of him never doing anything wrong. And to be honest, I prefer characters who mess up. Yeah. That's just me personally, though. So that as we get back to that whole point of, you know, it's, well, it's just what you prefer. But the way that Peter Jackson did those movies, there was no better way to do them. Yeah. So somehow we got talking about Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's just the contrast between yeah. Star Wars and Lord of the Rings is we compare it to. But um, we're talking about worldviews, right? Now we're going to talk about worldviews. Yep. So uh, first question out there for the audience: Sith or Jedi? What is the true <laughs> meaning of life? <laughs> Which one should we live by: the Jedi Code or the Sith Code? Emotion yet peace, or passion yet something? I don't remember what it. There's no, there's no serenity. There's passion. It's basically the opposite yeah. oh, <laughs> of whatever so the good. Jedi said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's funny. It'd be like, hey, <laughs> hey, Sith, let's let our, hey guys, let's rebel against the Jedi and make our own Jedi code. What should it be? It should be called the Sith code, and it should be the exact opposite of what the Jedi do. Let's just do everything opposite of what the Jedi do. How does that sound? We can't agree on anything. Okay, that's actually false. I'm just read it. Um, the first line is di- is basically a reversal, but then it goes for- further. It says, peace is a lie, there's only passion. Through passion, I gain strength. Through strength, I gain power. Through power, I gain victory. Through victory, my chains are broken. The force shall free me. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But it's still, it's, still, it's still technically the opposite, though. I mean, the first one. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, it, the, you can, it's the complete opposite philosophy. Yeah, just not the but, Jedi but and Sith Code. Or, the you know. Jedi and Sith Code, at certain times, were actually somewhat similar. It's oh, only because times. of the Sith code okay. coming into existence that started changing Jedi perception of the way the f- they want to view the Force because they're like, oh, we need to make sure people don't become Sith, so we need to c- completely say that there is no passion and completely focus on peace rather than the oh, middle line where they used to walk. And we're just getting into nerdiness about Star Wars now, so we should kind of read that, No, that's what we're, we're, we're appealing to the Star Wars audience, Caleb. It's okay. All right, now I want to transition into a talk about worldviews um, because I know um, there are a lot of people who look at Star Wars, um, especially because of the things we were just talking about, like with the Force and the Sith and the Jedi. And uh, if you have um, watched any of the movies, you know what I'm talking about, that Star Wars comes from a very, you know, Buddhist, Eastern mysticism kind of philosophy about, you know, the way the Force works and all that stuff. Um, And I know there are a lot of people out there who, you know, think we shouldn't, 
watch Star Wars or shouldn't be a fan of Star Wars because of that reason. And that, you know, we shouldn't be watching... I mean, that's making a general statement saying we shouldn't be watching movies or reading books that, you know, promote worldviews that are different from our own. Any thoughts, okay, Connor? Uh, um, first of all, when does Star Wars promote Buddhism? I don't think it does. Or even Eastern mysticism. It doesn't. It's just the, the way that the the Force is presented. Yeah, I, to, to, I completely disagree with that viewpoint, is what, what I'm saying. I don't think that Star Wars does that at all. It's just no, a story, I, I mean, and it's just the way no that world than me works. And you, besides, yeah. um, besides like the really hardcore Star mm-hmm. Wars fans, who will know better than me and you? We've, yeah. We spent our entire life growing up with Star Wars. Exactly. Like we, we we've always been either playing a Star Wars game or doing a Star Wars RPG or something like that. Always been like we always have these moments where we're like oh back to Star Wars. Yeah, Star and Wars there was there was so a great. point in, there was a point in my life where uh, all I did in my free time was go on Star Wars Wiki and uh, look up random facts about Star you Wars. You mean Wikipedia? Yeah, it was Wikipedia. That's the name of it. That's a fun place. That was a fun time in my life. I learned a lot of interesting things about the Star Wars universe. Throw out a random Star Wars fact, Gib. Did you know that uh, there is an invasion from another galaxy uh, where a race called the Yuzhang Vong, who uses biotechnology, invaded um, the Star Wars galaxy? And this is like maybe several decades after the end of the original trilogy. Okay. Um, and they eventually got to Coruscant and biofor- and like bi- uh, terraformed Coruscant into becoming a like not a city planet anymore. It's a you know biotechnology and stuff like that. And then a, a wandering rogue planet appeared in the Coruscant system and basically like spoke to the the race and said, "Hey, you should come on me. I am I am your home planet." And they all went on that planet. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. What the stinking That, that heck? was that was R.I. Salvatore's series. It was the Yuzhang Vong invasion. Yeah. This is the coolest thing. Yeah, it's, there's some lots as of weird as, stuff. As soon as you said bioengineered Coruscant, I was thinking, like, it turned into a, a sentient planet. I was no, like, no, no. what the heck? That's the coolest. But there was another sentient planet that came. <laughs> this is the coolest thing ever. Ah, oh, I want to see Coruscant as, like, a gigantic transformer now, though. Well, like, that's like just Unicron. Yeah, Unicron. <laughs> I want to see tra- Coruscant turn into Unicron. Or, no, I want to see Coruscant return into a Unicron-like thing, and then I want to see U- Unicron and Coruscant fight. <laughs> That would be the greatest thing ever. To see Coruscant and Unicron fight. <laughs> yes! I want to see it so badly, Caleb. You didn't hit the table. They both just transform into, like, god beings, and they just fight. I mean, that oh, would just be yes. Unicron versus Cybertron. Yeah, but, like, Or Coruscant. whatever. Primus. Unicron. Yeah, Primus. Yes. Well, no, but Primus wasn't a, a world, was he? That's Cybertron. Oh, they're both worlds? I'm stupid. But he, he he went so far into planet mode that he can't actually talk to anyone. Ah. Um, so he just let life, like, flourish on his surface and just didn't, you know, just let it happen instead of being involved. So then, so basically, instead of Transformers going in there and, like, destroying Unicron by themselves, instead they went to the other galaxy, Star Wars. <laughs> and we're like, hey, Coruscant, go beat up Unicron for us. And then he did. <laughs> no, we're completely mixing up universes and getting it off topic again. Hey, let's make a Transformer and Pokemon and then a Jedi Pokemon. And then a Force God Pokemon. I'm just going to cut that out. <laughs> we were talking about this, yeah. Transformer Pokemon. Transformer! Transform! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just don't understand that, to be completely honest. I don't understand how... A story promoting, 
or not promoting a story that has some sort of religion or philosophy or the, like the way the world works, like a fantasy or sci-fi novel that has one of those that is, you know, it's the way the world works is different from Christianity that somehow we can't read it because we'll be converted. Like I, I would say like, a, if this doesn't make any sense. If you're me. being a parent with your kid and something like that, if, if, if there was star Wars actually promoted Buddhism and was like, Hey kids, Buddhism, mm-hmm. then I would be like, yeah, don't let your kids watch that when they get older. Say, hey, these guys are stupid and they promote Buddhism, but hey, it's a cool story. You should watch it because, you know, why the heck not? It's a cool story. But saying that because Star Wars comes from like a, like the Jedi, like code or whatever, comes from like Buddhist roots, like roots, doesn't mean that one, you're going to get converted by watching Star Wars, or two, that. I mean, Star Wars has anything to do with Buddhism besides the fact that they they took the same kind of philosophy and made it with the the Jedi code. I mm-hmm. mean, that's all it is. And either way, if if we can't watch Star Wars because we might get converted to Buddhism, then you can't talk to an atheist and, and witness to him because, I mean, he could totally he convert, convert you. you. Yeah, that's and if you are so point. afraid of being converted that you're not going to watch Star Wars, you're not a Christian. Yeah, if you're so worried about that, maybe you should look inward and focus on your own faith rather than, you know, condemning other people because they watch Star Wars. Wars. I mean, that's just kind of a good rule of thumb. I would contend it a little bit because what you guys are saying is that they're afraid that they'll that they'll get converted or something, and I don't think a lot of people are afraid of that necessarily. No, we're not saying that's all people. I know there are some people who do feel that way. No, we're saying by that logic, this makes no sense. Well. I think a lot well, okay, of wait, is... wait, 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 real quick. I, I'm sorry. I heard someone say that there, that other people, like not a Christian, some other person might be converted to Buddhism because of watching the movie, not a Christian. Oh. That, well, I mean, that is I mean, what I mean, teach your kids be like, oh, you can't learn about Buddhism because you might be converted. Okay, yeah. yeah which no. would be the same yeah. thing, sure. I think, like, a big part of it is no matter what, like, whether your faith is strong or whatever, like, a lo- you get things from the media you watch and then you like immerse yourself in so if you're watching something and like especially if you're not aware of it Mm -hmm. i think the biggest thing is just being aware of like what you're watching and being uh open to the fact that like hey this isn't what i believe this is what i believe and then that'll make your faith stronger exactly don't brainwash yourself by watching star wars over and over and over again (laughs) yeah Watch Star Wars and then be like, hey, I haven't read my Bible yet today. Maybe I should do that or something like that. Or you should probably read your Bible before you watch Star Wars. (laughs) No, just read your Bible all the time. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and uh, we actually touched touched on this in a previous episode. Read Um, your Bible. I think that's what the Well, no, not that one, but like we always talk about that. Yeah. um, Where we talked about um, other worldviews and stuff like that, you you, you should be – it's it's actually a good thing to familiarize with yourself with stuff like that because yeah, that helps you to witness yeah. to other people. But the first and foremost thing you need to be worried about is your own faith and making sure that you are immersed so deeply in the Bible and God that none of those things phase you. Yeah, I mean that that's basically what we're we're saying before yes. is that if if you aren't plugged into God enough that you can't watch Star Wars because you're going to be converted to Buddhism. Then you have a problem, yeah. not anybody else. And Star Wars is Star Wars it's not Star not Wars' Wars fault. Yeah. It's your fault. Yep. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what we we're. I think we talked about that during Jurassic World as well. Yeah, we did. I think we were saying yep. that. Oh, but the evolution. evolution. Yeah. We're totally gonna be evolutionists after this. No, it's we're, we're learning. Like that. 
To be fair, though, that movie had no evidence for evolution. They're, no, they're, they're, they weren't even trying. They like, weren't. They yeah, weren't. And that's they're okay. Just I'm like, okay with that. Yeah, they. they I I'm. Mean, I am okay with the fact that they. They set up. No, they they set up the yes, exactly. They set up the movie with preconceptions based in evolutionary theory, and then ran with it. And then I'm I'm totally cool with that. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. That that lets you tell a cool story. That's That's fine. That's basically the same exact thing as what Star Wars did. Exactly. They're like, hey, these religious elements, these philosophical elements, we can use this to make this cool like religion in this other universe that has nothing to do with any actual religions. And real we religions? can use it to tell real religions and use it to tell a cool story. And that's what they did. And it was successful because of it. Yep. That's why Jurassic World was successful. Exactly. And and any, especially like fantasy novel or, you know, space fantasy like Star Wars almost is because they have the magic basically. Um, anything like that will draw on other world religions and other world philosophies to make up new religions because that's what fantasy and sci-fi is you're making up things that don't exist and the way they make to make those better is to draw on existing elements and us as christians it doesn't make any sense for us to only draw from christian elements in anything we create artistically or to expect anyone else to do that because that's not the way the world works Yes, we should be grounding our themes and books based on Christian worldviews. And at the end of the day, you know, Christianity is true and the Bible is the truth and the only truth. But that doesn't mean that other world religions in this fantasy world don't believe something completely differently. That, that It doesn't make any sense. Why would – you can't make a fantasy world where everyone is completely moral and Christian. That doesn't make any sense. It's not a good story. Exactly. There's not, no conflict. Yeah, there's – that's not the world we live in anyway. Exactly. Like cre- creating any type of fiction that doesn't have that's mm-hmm. just all good Christian people isn't, you know, that's not like what will be the purpose in that. Or no creating sense. fiction where, like, you know, allegorical fiction in in the sense of, okay, there are the good people and there are the bad people, and everything is completely set in stone, and it's just this war against Satan and God, like. In a fantasy novel, for the most part, or a sci-fi novel, or I mean any novel really, if you're doing speculative speculative fiction, there's not going to be that set in stone, we know who's good, we know who's bad. There's always going to be people struggling with things. There's always going to be sin. There's always going to be wrong beliefs that people have. It's just the way the world works. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think, I haven't seen the movie yet, but there's a, a movie called Where Hope Grows, where the main character is a... Um, drunkard and then he meets this um, mentally handicapped guy at a grocery store and the guy's like dude you ever heard about Jesus and just starts witnessing to him slowly and he's just like okay kid you should go away now then just he grows on him kind of a thing ah uh, uh. but then no but that, that's I, I just watched the trailer and that's what I got from it but I, I really want to see the movie because it looks interesting but it's like that's what good um you know, storytelling should be, shouldn't be, ooh, everybody's perfect, let's praise God. It should be, no, these people have problems and struggles, Mm -hmm. and this is how you overcome those problems. Exactly. The dumbest story in the world would be, I've got everything, I do everything right, yeah. And then, the end. Yeah, well, I do everything right, and there's, yeah, exactly, there's a bad guy over there. Bad guys be dead. God, you know, and, and this this God figure comes out and slays them, and that's the end of the story. That doesn't Woo. make any sense. That'd be the dumbest story ever. Yeah. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's just something to keep in mind, something that I thought we should touch on because we're talking about this topic like Star Wars. And it, it, it's somewhat controversial in the Christian, you know, arena. Arena. Um, yes, the Christian well, arena. The Roman Colosseum, Connor. <laughs> to be fair. But yeah, um, and I think it's really useful for us as artists to recognize that you're going to have to deal with issues like this. There are going to be, I promise you, if you are creating a fantasy novel, there are going to be Christians who will tell you that you're a sinner because of what you wrote. Because you're not writing another Bible, duh. Exactly. There are going to be Christians who criticize your work only because it is not completely focused on an allegorical God figure. Yeah. And I mean, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. like star wars and you enjoy the story of star wars um i would recommend a fantastic webcomic called darth's and droids and basically what it is is they take the story of star wars they take um screenshots from from all the star wars movies it told entirely in comic strip form using screenshots from the movie and it's star wars at run as an rpg campaign and it is one of it, it is the best webcomic i have ever read ever it is a fantastic story on its own right and even though it, if you love star wars you will adore this comic because it makes so many good star wars references and if you like rpg if you play rpgs you will adore this comic also because it makes so many rpg references and it was awesome about it it made the first three movies work and especially that moment when anakin was like yelling at obi-wan and saying you turned her against me all that stuff and then choke padme and all that stuff they made that actually emotionally resonant they made you actually care about the characters Whoa. when that was happening. That's that's a job well that done. That is right a there. job well done. With the same screenshots and his same ugly face. Screenshots. <laughs> he's just like <laughs> he's like a like a doctor. So he's like he's like an evil doctor genius lady. It was wonderful. It's weird. Um, but evil yeah, doctor I, genius lady. That's I will what I put said. I will put the link yeah. to that comic in the liner notes. You should totally check that out. Um, there are more than a thousand strips up. Um, so it might take you a while to read through all of them, but they're definitely worth it. I would just spend a couple days binge reading all of them. That's my suggestion to you. And they're still going, right, on episode they're 5 They're still and going, six? and they will continue. They're on episode 6 right now, okay. at the beginning of episode 6. And they will continue going through all the next three Star Wars movies. That might take a while for them to get to, like, I'm, I'm assuming that they will have to take maybe, like, three months after the first movie to, before they... Reveal strips. No, no, unless they, they're just gonna go. They with said it. they said they. It looks like from the way the strips are panning out that it will it, it will that it will uh, that movie will end just about the time the next movie comes the next out. Next movie comes out. I think maybe the, the next movie comes out on DVD is when when they're shooting shooting for because it okay. t- it does take a while to get through one of those movies. Yeah, because you're only doing and, three strips a week. Yeah, and they need the screenshots too. That'd exactly. Be, That's yeah. why I'm saying with the DVD thing. Okay. They might have to take a hiatus of some sort, but yeah, they might. But they are That's, at least yeah. doing it. Okay. Which is so exciting. And then one of the things they said is, if they aren't good movies, we will redeem them. (laughs) (laughs) Trust us. And I believe them because they're so good at telling stories. But yeah, I'll definitely put that in the liner notes. You should check that out. Um, Yeah, this has been running on for an hour and 16 minutes now. So uh, We have to end it at 117. Well, it's not going to end at 117 because I'm going to cut out a lot of this. Yeah, but we're probably going to end up cutting 
like a half an hour out of this. But we're going to leave this in right there and say 117. What? And that will be in 30 seconds. So, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Sorry about the rambling nature of this podcast or this episode. I guess the whole podcast is Speed it up, speed it up. You're 20 seconds. (laughs) Okay. But, yeah. 17 um, seconds. Do we have a special hashtag we want to say? Hashtag Star Wars. Just tweet us with that hashtag. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. So, uh, my name is Caleb. My name is Connor. I'm Becca. Signing off. Perfect. That was perfect. Perfect ending. shirt is really dirty my, my bad <laughs> so, sorry guys the, the podcast uh, or the podcast listeners do not care they cannot see your shirt it's like toothpaste on it maybe that's throw up that's pretty gross yeah no i'm kidding it's not throw up <laughs> this, this is, is the Connor. christian artist <laughs> this is the christian artist i'm becca you ruined it. What? This is the Christian super artist. Oh, honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Becca. Sorry. This is the Christian artist. <laughs> this is the Christian artist. Honoring Christ through creativity. I'm Becca. I'm Caleb. <laughs> Connor's not impressed. <laughs> I thought it was good. Not impressive indeed. Is it right, Becca? Not everybody can be perfect like Connor. Yeah. Most impressive indeed, except not impressive. Yeah, indeed. Darth Vader. <laughs> the, the listeners don't even know what we're talking about yet. Oh. We just started the episode, so that joke makes no sense. <laughs> this is the Christian artist, honoring Christ through creativity. My name is Caleb. I thought she was going next. <laughs> this is... This is a complete disaster. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about first, Connor? What does it say? What does the script say? There's no script. Any thoughts, Connor? He's chewing. He's Chewbacca. He's chewing. Chewing. Oh, Wookie, he's done. <laughs> Long live the Sith. <laughs> I don't know. What in the world? Connor can make his own podcast. <laughs> we just it takes off everyone. Hey, that should be your podcast. Stupid. Connor, ah! Connor ticks off everyone. <laughs> anyway, no. Jedi, what are you talking about? Um, the last thing I said was, I'll just start over again. This is the no, <laughs> <laughs> no not that far. <laughs> okay, okay.